In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And we're joined by a much requested guest, someone who I've been following on Instagram lately and just really appreciating. So we are joined by curve model, size inclusivity influencer, and TikTok star Remy Bader. Remy, welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I've been loving your account. Um, I know you've gotten really popular lately for the for your clothing try-ons. And we talk about clothes a lot on this podcast. So so much to so much to go into. Yeah, I yeah I discovered your TikTok and I was like so actually no a while ago I was like asking people to send me like any mid sized or curve influencers that you follow that like talk about fashion and a lot of people sent me you and and then I said I was like oh I love this I love these try ons they're so legit they're so real oh, thank so you. yeah so it's so fun and full circle to have you on to talk also to ever all the DST audience who may not follow you definitely resonate with your what you do it's so funny because like on instagram i can't really like see myself who like follows me like people that i follow it's like weird like on tiktok you can easily see because it shows you connect but like someone else told me you guys like were following me and i'm like wait what i love them i'm freaking out (laughs) um but i yeah and then i reached out no yeah i've definitely i've known of you guys forever been a fan and it is crazy like now all these people just because i'm you know, becoming known when it comes to social media that like I've always really loved. Um, I'm able to connect with it, which is really awesome. That's amazing. Okay. So let's start in case there are audience members who are not familiar with you yet. Tell us like, what's your background? What, and how did you get to where you are now? Yeah. Okay. So I was working in corporate. I went to university of Delaware, graduated, worked at Bravo TV out of college. Um, And then I left there because I really wanted to work in music. So I was working at Tidal, Jay-Z's music streaming service. And I was there for a little over a year. And then I got let go in July because of COVID. So I was like freaking out because I'm like someone that needs to obviously be busy. busy, And I got let go for my job. So that sucked. There was no jobs in like partnerships or, you know, music or entertainment at the time. My dad's in fashion and he kind of thought of the idea or he always brought up that I should go into plus size or curve modeling. And I used to get so offended. I was like, I'm not plus size. Like I used to get pissed. Obviously things have changed. And like, I definitely like am aware of my body now and like accept it. And I don't think it's a bad thing. So I was like, you know what? Like F it, I'll do it. So I sent my measurements and like basic like photos to a bunch of agencies, heard back from one of like 12 that I reached out to New York City. And I um, signed with them to be a fit and print model. 
basically started with that in August and it was just so slow, like was not getting a lot of jobs and I was really losing my mind. I'm like, okay, I did this to stay busy and now like just nothing's happening again. So this was like months now that I wasn't doing anything because I got furloughed in April and we were supposed to go back and then they were like, no, you're let go. So the summer was fine. And then like one summer ended, I was just like going insane. So basically I was the same way. Like I tried, I was like, I want to find people that I could follow that I would like that do like mid-size plus size fashion. And I never had that on my TikTok. Like my four-year page was just like funny videos and stuff. Like I wasn't huge on watching TikTok. And then I came across, you know, more people that I really started liking and following. So then more of my four-year page on TikTok was that. So I was like, okay, like I'll just do this for fun to like maybe fill my time. And I started doing some like celebrity videos where like I would do try this outfit, Haley Bieber in a size 16 or something. Mm-hmm. And like no one was really seeing them. I got like a hundred views, but like I just was like doing it for fun kind of. And it was funny because I think when I started, I was like, that'd be cool if people saw them. But once it was like three videos, I kind of was like, all right, this is just like a waste of my time. And it was like so funny because the one that blew up was one that I really just made for my friends and thought was hilarious because whenever I order clothes from online, I would always just laugh at myself because they would never look great. I was very different when it would come to shopping in person. I literally would like cry all the time. My mom, like growing up would beg me to go shopping. And I was like, no, like I hate it. Yeah. Um, but when it came to online, I just like literally couldn't believe like how insane it looked on, <laughs> on my body, like compared to what it looked like online. So it just was funny. So I was like sending Snapchats of my friends of me and this like whole big package that I ordered from online, like from, I don't know, some brand. And I made a video and basically long story short, that one went viral I kept doing ones like that and kind of like branded it as like realistic hauls instead of just like fashion hauls that everyone does online. And yeah, it kind of like happened from that. That's pretty progressive of your dad to suggest you do like curve modeling. I mean, like I can't, I don't know. I feel like that's so supportive. (laughs) I know. Yeah. My dad like always, he does women's jeans. So he does plus size too. Like he did like Melissa McCarthy's line and stuff. So I always like thought it was interesting what he did, but I never like identified with it or was like wanted to, I don't know, like he would bring it up to me. And I used to like not get along with my dad for that reason, because he would bring up when he would bring up food or weight or all these things, I would just like get very sensitive to him bringing it up to me. We're like, I think literally because of quarantine that like changed everything. Like we were like literally, I mean, I gained like 40 plus pounds in the past year. So I think that like my, you know, like my parents are amazing, but they didn't understand that it was like, I was having an issue. So they were like, constantly telling me like, my whole life to lose weight. And like, my dad just didn't get that it was that he doesn't like get it. So he was just like, No, like, you're never like, you gotta lose weight, you have to figure it out, you're going to be unhealthy for the rest of your life. That was like a big piece. But then like, I think once we got past that, which took a lot of time to get like I'm talking about for him to understand what I was going through that like him, you know, saying the idea of curve modeling and stuff was only a good thing and not a negative thing where I was like, you know what? I can't think of everything as like, this is a bad thing. He really was just thinking what's something good that Remy could do right now. And I went for it and I'm really happy that I did. So, okay. So you're sort of alluding to it by like going back into your past. So, you know, gals like us, we have a whole history of, you know, how we feel about our bodies and struggling with diet culture, obviously. Would you be able to tell us kind of like about your journey in that sense? And I mean, especially because 
do come across as very confident. So I think that it could be really inspiring for people to hear kind of like what your path was and yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've like mentioned little bits and pieces when it comes to it, but I've never talked about the whole thing. But basically, just since I was little, I've always my mom is is a dieter. It's just kind of what she grew up doing. And it's not anything that, you know, I don't blame her. But a lot of like what I'm dealing with now is because of the diets. And I, I know that's a piece of it. Um, so like, I feel like I grew up, I don't know, like 10 or 12 or whenever it was just doing like from old Weight Watchers, what it was to, um, to the fast metabolism diet where I ate like nothing, um, and did it with my mom. I always had her as like a partner. Um, I did like, I did F factor, which really effed me up. Um, I did, um, intermittent, I've tried intermittent fasting. I've tried, I've tried everything in the book. Like I'm not kidding. Yeah. That's like the, that's like the subtitle of this, uh, this podcast. I've tried it all. (laughs) And I think that I didn't realize that it was messing with me, obviously younger. And then on the other side of it, my dad always would say things. And again, like my dad listens, like nothing against him, but I'm, I'm a very honest person and I'm not going to lie about it. So amazing guy. But like he, I grew up with him telling me like, you're not going to get a boyfriend if you don't, you know, eat slower or like you know, like the way you're eating is just like not attractive to people. And like, you're not and like, I just saying so many things about my weight, like he would do like bets with me, like he would be like, all <laughs> it's horrible. But he would be like, I'll give you like, blank amount of money if we lose 20 pounds together. Like he really, really wants- you are so not alone. And like that, like, yeah, I guess I can like think about that stuff until now, because it sounds so crazy now, since we're obviously like all aware more now of like that that's not that normal but it really was then for me so i think that growing up with that it wasn't until when i was working at bravo so graduated from college and it was like my first year working is when i started f factor and i did it for like almost a year like i was like a die hard fan and like cult member <laughs> like i just like loved it so like even you know my sister who's way very tiny like skinny I guess yeah um and like you know she that was like obviously difficult growing up with two she you know anyone around me in my family I'd be like you're not eating fiber like I just thought it was the only way to eat and I was like you're this is the only way you could lose weight and even my sister would say to me like I'm just saying you're adding a lot of things that you don't need when like you don't need that to lose weight. And realistically, I didn't obviously realize until all this started coming out. I realized this before all this really came out. But from some of my friends that did it too, like, you're not losing weight because of the fiber. You're losing weight because you're eating 800 calories a day. Right. Like, that's like starvation. Like, you're not supposed to do that. So I did it for so long. And like, my favorite foods are bagels, wraps, Let's go to lunch. Like, yeah, like I just like that's all like the food I like. We're like in my family too. My sister and my mom, like, they're like, we love veggies. And like, that's great, but I don't. So I just like grew up eating that way. I want to like go eat with you. <laughs> like, it seems fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So it wasn't until like some of my friends that were doing a factor two and like not even friends, like people I met through doing the diet were like started, you know, having certain experience with it was that and they just totally turned around and were like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I would get like offended. I'm like, what? Like, we're supposed to be doing this. Like, this is the way I lost like 
I thought I was the skinniest I ever was. Like I lost so much weight and I felt amazing. And of course my mom's constantly telling me like, you look the best you've ever looked. How do you feel? And I felt great. So that's no one else telling me that. Like I literally felt amazing. Yeah, of course. Right. So, and I also, I met the founder a few times and in person and talked to her about it. I never like went and did sessions, but like I knew her through people. Anyways, basically that just, I think now from like looking into all this, that that was part of being the biggest, a huge trigger to what led to my binge eating from restricting carbs and things I loved for so long, like nine months to a year, whatever it was. And then once I switched jobs and I went to title, I really liked it there, but I was obvious, I was very stressed, like working with artists and things like that. And I would come home every night and just start ordering $50, $60 of like pasta, bread, food, whatever I could like, and it just turned into from just weekends to like almost every night. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. What point did you say that you like, stopped doing F-Factor or was it gradual? It wasn't a point. Like I literally like now think that it, there wasn't something that made me end it like no stomach issues or anything. Like it was literally like I probably went out with friends one day and had like a bite of pasta and then was like, holy shit, like I missed this. Yeah. You know, me like. I have a friend who did that like exact thing. It was like, oh, well, like like she she gave in and then like it became, oh, I give in like on the weekends and then it just becomes like, it's like that you're not doing it anymore. Yeah. You think that you're just ready. Like you've gotten to a place where you're ready to eat some pasta. Yeah. Like you'll be fine. Like same with me. Like I, st- my, yeah. my like gateway was like chocolate and peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And then I started, oh wait, now I can eat a lot of this exactly. And it turns into binging. Yeah, that is, it, it is interesting. Cause I didn't have for me like a point where I was like, I'm done with this. Like in my head, I would like, you know, maybe during, I would during the week still eat the F factor way, maybe like thinking it was like a, I don't even know what it was called, like a step three or whatever, where you can like introduce a little more carbs. And then like the weekend I was like binging. So like until it just kept going away, away, away from F factor. And then I like fully gave up on everything. And I was just, you're like back in the world of food again. 
Yes. And well, you were, but you were binging in a way that like, obviously was different than what, how you used to eat before dieting or if there ever was a time. Yeah. Cause I think growing up dieting, I always binged and didn't know on the weekends. And that was like, that's something you call it like your cheat day. Yes. But in my cheat day turned into like three days or something. And then I'm like, mm, starting over Monday. Cause that's just like what I, that's still in my head. I can't, I can't get that out of my head that mentality i mean that's the Um, name of this pot like that's like why the name of this podcast but it's what you're but what you're saying about how like the binge i i also experienced that where like the cheat day used to just be like oh i'd go out for a nice dinner or i'd have like a big dinner or just like whatever i want for dinner and then gradually the cheat day became bagel for breakfast ordering seamless three times never moving from the couch like Mm -hmm. order like make a cake eat the whole thing like and that was just the years of dieting, I feel like, accumulating. A hundred percent. And I turned it literally like, because I've done, at this point, I went to OA, which I, you know, never even talked about, like, which is Overeaters Anonymous and like went alone because I was like that, didn't know what to do. Like literally had to start, like started talking to my mom about it first, not my dad, because he just like didn't get it. But like my mom was like, they have those kind of things for everything, like sex, drugs, whatever it is. Like, it was like, that sounds weird, but I'll do it because I really was in a very bad place. I went, it was interesting. I went like a few times. Then I tried, you know, I saw an eating therapist. I've seen five, six, seven dietitians. I've done, I'm seeing CBT therapists that I just put on hold just because even now I'm still struggling with this. So basically what happened was the binging just got turned into, like I said, almost every night blew my savings on food, which is just crazy. Like got down to like zero. Um, and the pandemic happened. So I had to then go home to be stuck in, you know, a house with my family where like I was fighting with them the whole year prior about food and them not understanding what I'm going through and that they were kind of a part, not blaming them, but a part of all of this and, and just trying to let them understand that. Um, and it was pretty bad at first, but I think it helped me when I'm, I binge when I'm alone. So when I'm around people, I don't. And I, but that was almost bad in itself because then I'm home thinking for now three, four months that everything's better. I got back to the city and I started binging again. I I share the binge alone with you. Like I don't have, like, it's like the weirdly, like the, the, the desire at all to, to do that, like goes away in the presence of others. Yeah. But what do you think? It's because it's, shameful i don't know if it's because of shameful i don't know if it's because it's shameful or if it feels like you're in a safe cocoon with your food i feel like like pure enjoyment when i'm alone and like order the food and that's why like my therapist that i always used to see was like it is compared to like how like a drug addict or an alcoholic feels it's like that's how i've yeah it is comes from shame if you're saying that i mean i do the same thing if you're we're saying that you feel safe alone that means you feel unsafe not alone meaning you're afraid of judgment maybe you're not conscious of it but no i'm definitely afraid of judgment it just doesn't even like seem appealing like it's just much more appealing alone like maybe because of the shame yeah because of the yeah. shame, like the person you're with doesn't enjoy it the same way you do. It's it's part of that, but it's it's so real though, the way that you describe it. I have a question about your experience at Overeaters Anonymous, if you wouldn't mind sharing like what that was like. Because, you know, you think about Alcoholics Anonymous, it's it's basically about maintaining sobriety, which is like a hard line, but you're not gonna starve, you're not gonna not eat anything. So how does that work? 
I really only went so short term. I think it's interesting because it's one of those things no one can give you advice. So you're only speaking about your own situation. So I was like, didn't understand it. So I was like waiting for more. And I'm like, no, I want someone to help me. But yeah. what you do is at the end of it, if you keep going with it, you find, if you find someone that you really relate to, like they can, be, that's kind of overcome it. They can become your sponsor. And actually I know a bunch of people that have had that. And it's kind of like, great because they're so they can text you on the regular like if, it's almost like if you were like gonna have a drink you're texting them like I feel like I'm gonna binge where I don't feel like I, I, don't, I have people to do that with as much as I talk about it so publicly like I don't feel like because especially when I want to binge I don't want to not do it I turn off I turn off my phone I don't want to see anyone like I don't want to be told not to do it so that's kind of a way that I know that it's helped some people where you find someone that like has overcome it and can help you but I I've considered even going back and maybe giving it a chance because right now I'm still in like a not great place with it. Like I have a question. When you go to like um, OA or when you're saying you speak to somebody, what is, okay, like I get like having a support system totally, but does anybody talk or in anybody in your history of like going to a psychologist or a therapist, not a psychiatrist, because let's say meds are off the table. What, um, what is what do they say is the way to actually not binge in a way or just in general in any and anything that you've been going through like in your personal experience yeah. so what i've found from everyone is this whole idea of which i'm sure you've heard the term a million times intuitive eating um which you know i just was seeing had some dietitian who was helping me too. And she doesn't like to call it intuitive eating because people don't like that word, but it is. So it's all the same thing. And it's, so that's what in the past three months I've been trying to do, like attempting to do, but I'm gaining so much more weight. And like, I just feel like that that's like where I've been like kind of losing my mind. I'm like, there has to be something simpler almost. And maybe there isn't, but like, it's like, okay, you're supposed to reintroduce these foods. So like buying brownies, because I like brownies and buying the pasta and all these things and keep having it. So then eventually you won't like want it as much anymore to have it every day. I'm sorry, I've tried that enough. Like now I'm just going to keep gaining more and more and more weight. Like it's not stopping. I still want it. So like, what is going to end it? I don't know. It's just that I, now it's been like almost two years and I can't find a, a fi- I can't figure it out. Well, okay. What I will say is as we've been, we've been doing into Yeah. We should give the context of to the audience that this was not planned. I don't know, Remy, if you've listened to previous episodes, but Sammy and I, like, we've, we've been doing intuitive eating since, like, for a while now and have said the exact same thing as you, but also, like, we're seeing the positive results of it as okay. well. Like, literally the other day, I texted Sammy, like, I literally don't remember the last time I binged, even though my memory's shot. I don't remember the last time I actually had, like, an emotional binge today. I was, like, fucking unemotionally eating, like, a healthy sandwich, and I had no idea what was going on with me. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying this well-balanced meal. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y dot com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I've been doing intuitive eating since like the summer, end of the summer. I also have gained quite a bit of weight and I'm struggling with it, but I also like haven't been since probably like December and I can like have, I used to not be able to keep, thank you. I used to not be able to keep food in the house because like it would be gone. Like anything carby that I wanted that wasn't a vegetable, it would just be gone in a Mm -hmm. day. Like, and no matter how much of it, I would just eat all of it. I had to like keep all those foods in my house and I would buy everything. Like I would buy two, two bags of everything just so that like if I finished one, I would feel safe that mm-hmm. there was like another. Also, you know, when like you're sort of getting to the end of a bag of something, you're like, fuck it, I'll just finish. It stopped that because it wasn't like the end of it is this bag. Yeah. So doing all these things like really helped, but also like I'm also struggling with like the weight gain and now trying to just figure out like how do I become like happy with yeah or just like okay with how I look at whatever weight because I notice that whenever I am unhappy with my weight I start to think like ooh like what if I just like didn't eat as much yeah. and then I'm like wait that's not in- like we're not doing so that I'm back, yeah. I'm back to that I'm in what you're saying like I literally like I guess I'll just say it now because like secretly in my mind like the past few weeks like I'm supposed to go visit you know go to Florida and whatever and I was just like when I come back, I'm going to secretly just do Weight Watchers again and not tell anyone. Because I, like, w- with all these people that I'm seeing, it probably sounds horrible to them that I'm, like, spending this, like, money and, like, doing all this stuff. And then I, like, no, a month ago, I was, like, I'm going to do Noom. Started it. Tried that. It, yeah. Stopped. So, like, I am, I'm at the point where, like, you were saying to me, like, you have so much confidence and then you stopped yourself, which I kind of loved that because you were, like, I don't know how you feel inside because all my messages every single day is like, how do I become confident like you? And what I think of it at this point is that I've always been very mentally confident. Like I'm a sensitive person and I get offended by like, if people say things about me, but then I get over it and I'm like, but this is who I am. Like I've always been that way. And like, I check myself and I'm like, I'm Remy Bader. Like I don't care what anyone says. Other side of it, body confidence. No, I've never been there. I'm not there. I could, and I'm, that's why I try and honestly post in my videos. And like, I respond to the people that just say, how can I have body confidence? Like you and all this stuff. I don't want anyone to believe that I'm completely happy with right now with how I feel. Cause I'm very not. And like, I hate looking at my body right now, the way it is 
it's like, what's every day I change, what's more important eating the foods I want or like being happy in my body. And sometimes I lean to that body side. I'm like, no, I just want to lose the weight. I want to feel like how I used to feel. Well, it's so funny that you say like, you're very confident, like I'm Remy Bader and like, that's that. Your body is Remy Bader. Like, like your body, that is your body. Like you are there's the same. I know it's, it's so separate in my mind still. And it's very I know what you mean, but this body isn't the old Remy Bader when I had more co- mental confidence. And like, I think I lost a lot of that overall confidence when I gained the weight and I have not gotten that back. And I'm still just not feeling great about it. So if you feel so, if you feel so like kind of down or not confident about your body, how are you like getting old, like getting over that? feeling of just pressing share on the TikToks. Cause like those, again, like Sammy said, really exude a lot of confidence. So how do you, how do you deal with that in your head? It's really weird because the videos, I don't feel that way. Like, I know it's weird cause it's me, but like when I'm doing, okay, like the bathing suit videos and I have a lot, I'm posting more cause everyone now wants to see bathing suits for summer. I'm having a hard time with that. I literally just got tanned my whole body this week, got a spray tan, getting another spray tan tomorrow. That's literally, I've never shown my legs like that and that much of my body on camera, regardless, unless I used to post it on Instagram and edit the whole thing and like make myself look better. Um, so that's very hard for me when I'm, I think that what isn't, what is true is I lost all of that, a lot of my confidence in the past few years. And I'm because of TikTok. I'm actually, that's what's helped me gain it back. And other people just being like, wait, like you're beautiful. Like you, what I, you know, like saying these things to me, making me realize like kind of bringing that old Remy back to me. Um, the videos I do feel, you know, happy in some of them I don't. And I'm just like, oh, I really don't like this, but I'm going to post it because this is what people want. It's a mix of both. I just like, I also like in the summer, in the summer lost some weight, um, because it, before the summer, I was like still doing Weight Watchers a little, added it, like kind of put it back in. Then when I started the intuitive eating, I just gained more back plus more than I ever gained before. So now, right now, I'm just not feeling great making the videos. But now I feel like it's almost like my job and I rather help meet people more. And then I tend to forget about myself. And that's when that's something I need to work on now is like, because I'm not mentally feeling amazing and like, I don't feel great about my body. I don't. I just um want to say that your your videos do I knowing how you feel because I've I've heard like I've I've watched your either your TikToks or your Insta stories. I've heard how you felt like about your body, but even knowing that and I watch your hauls, it makes me feel like whether or not I know that it's happening, it does make me feel good because let's say I I just bought a bunch of shit from like Revolve, say, and I put it on and I know what it looks like on the model. They have zero diversity. Um, so I, I know what it looks it's supposed to look like on the model. And then I think like I have like your videos, for example, in the back of my head. And I'm like, it's not always supposed to look like the model. Sometimes it looks like, sometimes it's going to look like, like how you make fun of like some of the ones like, are you kidding me? This is what it, this is me. Um, this is what it's supposed to. So it makes you kind of feel like it's not you. It's the clothes, it's the website. And like that, that kind of having that in the back of my mind has really, really helped me. So I appreciate, really appreciate a, the fact that you've done that and b like also your honesty about how it's still an ongoing struggle, because I think that is probably the most relatable thing is that like, no one is ever going to get to this point of like, I'm a hundred percent confident in everything that I do. Like everything is ongoing. And anybody also who is thinking about making their own like TikTok or like being more body confident and in their Instagram or social media, there is no like end point of like, I'm going to be a hundred percent confident and then I'm going to start. 
So there is like, you can start whenever you feel like it. So I just want to say lots of props because you're doing great. You're doing amazing. <laughs> I like, yeah, I felt that comment. You're doing amazing. Um, <laughs> no, you are. No, thank you. And, and I agree. I think it's been over time and over the past few weeks and really trying to think like, why do these people like love me so much? And why do these people, cause it's weird how fast I've grown and it's weird. It's, it's hard when you're in it to see it. So when people keep asking how I feel, I'm trying to really look into it. I'm very hard on myself in general. I've been told that my whole life and I'm just trying to look at like the positive parts of it. And I truly think it's that. I think that it's like, I'm so relatable. I've always been honest. I, this is who I am. And like, it's the best part that of being known for who I am now is that like, I can tell you if you've known me my whole life, like what all my friends keep saying to me is like, this is the Remy we've always known. You're literally just putting it on camera. Like I'm not doing anything different than who I've always been. And that's the best part of like all of it, I think. Since now you're pretty much known, you know, you're like associated with fashion. What do you think generally about how like the fashion industry handles body diversity, different sizes? Like if you had to like give advice to a fashion brand, like what would you say? I think that it's all, it's just all messed up and it's so, it'll never be the same across brands and there's no way to ever just like make it work for everyone with every brand. Like that's just never going to happen. So I think it's every brand for themselves individually and it's them listening to their viewers and followers and people that shop there and their customers. Like if now these brands, you know, brands that have made a TikTok and made really put content out on Instagram and then are responding to people and listening to what they say. Like when I see brands like that, I'm like, that's great. They're also, you know, but also taking it a step further and like actually like doing something about it where I haven't seen that yet, but there's brands that I appreciate where I was very nervous doing the realistic hauls at first because I was like, these brands are going to hate me, but I cared more about my followers and them seeing the truth. So I did it anyways. But honestly, from the big hauls I've done with pretty big brands like Free People and Abercrombie, and there's a bunch, they actually, after my realistic hauls, have reached out to me and been like, we love your stuff. Like, can we send you more stuff? Okay. I know in the back of my head, they just want me to do a more positive video probably too. But I also like, they sent me stuff and I did one with Abercrombie and I still showed the stuff I didn't like as much. And I think at least brands like that, my point is just like listening and that they saw that and they like, at least like appreciated it and weren't like, why are you bashing our brand? Like at least that's something. And I think the point is to answer your question is like TikTok's huge right now. People are reviewing everything and talking about everything. Like these brands need to pay attention to what people are saying and do something about it. Brands that aren't doing shit and like won't even like, you know, go above a size 12 because they can't right now and whatever. It's just like, I know there's things around it. I know it's a lot of money. I know it's whatever, but like, it needs to at least be like, okay, like it's, we're going to work on this eventually or something. Cause like those brands I don't support, you know, I'm not happy with brands that just don't even make the effort. It's just crazy at this point in time. What brands do you really like or think, or think do like a good job? Um, I think like American Eagle and Aerie, which I like never used to shop at. Like as of last summer, I started buying there because I had zero clothes that fit my body last year. Cause I just didn't shop, um, when I gained the weight. So I think they kind of like started before a lot of people. And I love that. Um, jeans for American Eagle, like really amazing. And, um, 
and for area like bathing suits, just like anything else. And then um, Abercrombie, I give props to just because I know a lot of people in my followers will comment like, no, they scarred me when I was little because like they never, you know, had sizes for anyone other than the skinniest girls. I get that. But like, they really actually like some of their clothes are great now and they're trying to make a change. Um, I really love Good American. I love it's just very expensive and it's like kind of ridiculous how expensive it is. But I think that they're also like Chloe kind of did that before a lot of before most brands did and like came out and was like, I'm doing this, but I'm also making it like trendy and cool. And like that would, that I love. Um, and I've always bought her jeans, but obviously can't all the time. Cause they're like $200 pair. And then, um, reformation as like a high, like a nicer brand. I love that they have their, um, they have all like extended sizing on their website. That's another thing I don't love when like the, on the websites, it says like totally different section, like extended sizing plus size. But I think they're just trying to make a point that at the same time they're doing it. So like, I get it. They definitely got like a lot of, um, flack like last year for like lack of body diversity. I mean, I definitely do not associate which brand reformation they i definitely don't associate them with like being for anyone other than like a complete waif but really yeah no i guess when i kind of really it was only a year ago that i really started like wearing it and their tops always fit me i never tried their bottoms because i'm definitely like smaller up here and then always like plus size on the bottom um they have like a whole section now of like all of their clothes that are completely you know, larger sizes and like real plus sizes. So I always just saw that and I was like, wow, I'm shocked a brand like this is doing this so soon. Um, I need to find that. I'm looking. Madewell also does a good job. Madewell is really good. Um, And then also like, you know, like ASOS, Misguided, Fashion Nova. I'm not the biggest fan of like, uh, what's it called? Um, Nasty Gal. I know some people like, but I just, it just, that was one of the first ones I did that just everything looked insane on me and same with um, pretty little thing. Just not for me, but they're trying. So, I mean, it works because I remember when you did the Abercrombie one, I wanted to like ask like, what were those jeans that you liked? Cause I was like, I kind of want them. So like whatever the brands should like you to your point, brands really should listen. Cause it works. Like I did, I was doing like try ons for like um, Madewell stuff. I was like, I, I found these amazing yeah. jeans and like it was during a time when I was like trying to be okay with sizing up and they looked better than like the smaller size you know what I mean because it looks better for my body and so many people bought that shit so like it it really works it's like and that's the thing it's like the brands that reach out to me I've reached out to a lot of brands of my own because I like to work with brands that I like um but brands that have reached out to me that like truly like like my videos, even if I've said maybe some negative things and, you know, I I appreciate that. And I think that like, they at least care. Um, like they keep following up to just keep wanting to send me more and more, even if I don't do like a perfect video on them, cause I'm not going to. And yeah, I think that's like the most important. And I have a, you know, there's a million other brands and that I keep, that I'm going to keep working with and that I have in mind that I even am learning that day when they reach out to me like oh my god they have plus size I didn't even know that well okay then I'll give it a chance I oh and if I'm working with and doing paid partnerships I always always because I've messed up with one of that I'm not going to say the partner but I've worked with one partner said yes to it because I was excited when I just started you know doing this and said yes and then realized how 
horribly the clothes fit me and runs very small and they don't have larger sizing promised myself I'll never do that again. And now I just make sure before promising that I'll do anything paid. I want the clothes sent to me first so I can try them, make sure they fit my body. And then it doesn't need to be that those pieces are what's in the video. I just want to make sure I fit the brand before I commit to posting. That's smart. I am really inspired by your idea. And I want to do a Reformation extended sizes haul. Because I was like, I've really been stressing about like, what am I going to wear this summer? I've just been wearing black sweatshirts and like leggings the whole summer is hard. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I what the fuck am I literally what the fuck am I going to wear when like, we're also going to like, return to life a little bit be a little more social this summer I'm sure like literally what is going to go on my body so I'm you're I'm going to do this and um it's inspired by you good keep also watching myself because now I'm really posting stuff for like leaning into the summer and um I really think I just said like it's going to be it's hard but it shouldn't be anymore like last summer was miserable for me trying to like leave my house with having zero clothes that fit me at all we're like now I actually have like all of this summer stuff that I'm actually excited to wear and I've never felt like this in my life so like it's possible that's amazing that is great to hear but so what do you think is like next like are you gonna keep doing these hauls are you gonna are you gonna try to get full-time job like go back to that are you leaning more into the content creation I feel like you have a future in content creation Thank you. Um, so in the past month, I finally decided I'm not going to go back to working like in corporate, which was a wild decision for me because I everyone else was Congrats. telling me to. And I was like, no, I can't. I can't do it. Like I've had this like crazy plan for my life that I'm going to be like this big like person in PR marketing, something, whatever it is. Clearly, I had to realize like it's not working out for me. I didn't have the best experience at Bravo personally. Um like great company overall, all, but like, I didn't love PR. And then going into title, super interesting job. I actually really did like it there, but at the same time was like, is this for me? And like, now I'm just like, okay, so those two things didn't work out the best for me. And that was part of my plan. Like clearly some, they're clearly, this is what's working out for me. Like I should just ride it and go with it. Um, I think I just was so worried that I'm like, okay, well, what if this all goes to nothing in a year and then I don't have a job. I mean, like, I think I'll figure it out. Um, but I am going to, I decided if I, the, I mean, you guys know, like all of this shit, you know, people think from the outside is like fun and glamorous. Oh my God. There's so much that goes into it. And I'm doing this completely alone. Like my mom has been coming here once a week. Cause I'm like, have a meltdown and I just need help. I don't have an assistant. I don't have anyone. So like, I'm, I want to do this full time. I want to put my all into it. I can't imagine now if I had a job too and tried to do this too, it just wouldn't be what it is. So this is what I want to do. I think there are a lot of great things. What's the dream? I think really like creating a fashion line that is literally everything I represent from like, you know, wanting things to be trendy, but like also just like fitting everyone and like not having that be an issue. Like I feel like there's so many like, celebrities and people that come out with like plus size lines and I still don't want them it's not what I would want it's like why not do something of my own that like I genuinely think me and my my followers and I would love so like that's something that like I would love to do and that I think just would make sense for me but yeah there's a lot of other ideas I'm now signed with 
just signed with UTA and, you know, they're helping, they're helping me. So not doing everything alone. They're helping me when it comes to like the brand deals and things like this, um, which has only been like three weeks. So that's been helpful. So I think there's a lot of faith. Congrats, that's a big deal. And I will, I would shop your, I would shop your like trendy line that's actually size inclusive and actually cute. And yeah. yeah. And I think I'd like always want to do that just because my dad always did women's jeans and I, he does like, like lower end jeans and some of his stuff I, you know, I like and some stuff I don't. And I always just like, it gave me all these ideas. Like, what would I do better? What would I want to do? Or, and it's great having him where he could help me too, maybe. And like, I just have a lot of ideas where now I'm like, okay, like if I put my all into this, I think it can be something. And clearly people, it's resonating with people, people like my content. I got the most amazing message last night when people, when I've just been saying, I'm not feeling well. And I feel so responsible. Like, how can I not make a video for two days? How can I not show my face? And people were like, I got a message that was like, you're timeless. Like, we're not going anywhere. And like, oh, oh, that's great. Yeah, no, you are. For, I Yeah, I really love your content. It's like, just genuine and, and just like makes me feel good. And you know, there's so much yeah. on Instagram that doesn't make you feel good. Yeah, that it's very refreshing to come across to someone who like, like, I, I can relax when I when I'm like, and not feel like, Ugh, why am I not better than that than me? Like, yeah. yeah, so I have faith in I have faith in you. I think that you could definitely create a company like that. For sure. You have all the right passion. And you have really good resource in terms of like your dad who's been in the fashion industry. And yeah, I think that it sounds it sounds like the right path and not being all sucky uppy. But I do feel like seriously, I really like read your the books from you guys. Like I started like pretty like young for me, like years ago, you know, being really into what you guys were doing and like how you guys just like did this shit all like on your own. Like I love it. And I think that's like. I when I was having a hard time at I think at Bravo or I read the book um what's the the what oh my god when's happy hour yes I read that like I just feel like I've like gone to you guys and a lot for like support like growing up too and I um I think if you can do it maybe I could do it too so well it's now like pretty mutual so yeah Okay, so tell anyone who hasn't, who maybe doesn't follow you, where can they find you? Do all the plugs. Okay. Um, my handle is the same on Instagram and TikTok. Most of my content's on TikTok, but I'm trying to make it equal now and post just as much on Instagram. And it is at Remy Bader, R E M I B A D E R. And soon to be starting a YouTube and some other things, but right now it's just Instagram and TikTok. So follow me there. Well, you were just getting started. We wish you lots of luck and good luck with like also like your your binge journey. Um, that's gonna be I, that might even be harder than starting a business. Honestly, it, it's the hardest thing, it and is. I and with all of this, it makes it it's even harder trying to focus on that. But it does make me feel refreshed knowing that it worked. It's been working for both of you. That's nice to hear the intuitive and all of that. It's definitely the best for my relationship with food if not my weight. So, but yeah. that is part of it. So thank you so much for joining us. And we really appreciate your honesty and how vulnerable you were sharing like your journey. It's really important that people hear that because I'm sure like a lot of people who are listening feel the same way. So thank you so much and so much luck. I'm going to keep watching you. Everyone go follow me. Come back for sure. And we're always with you through thick and thin.
Betches.